You are listening to You Were Made for This, the podcast to help transform your relationships into the best they can be. Welcome to You Were Made for This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sertalic. Hey, thank you, Carol. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 24, Learning from Our Listeners. For several years now, Janet and I have had season tickets to our local repertory theater company. We go with three other friends and see five plays each season. What makes it more fun and interesting is that the five of us go out after the play and discuss it over dinner. Invariably, someone will make a comment about something some of us missed, which usually leads to an interesting discussion that enriches the whole experience of attending a play. It's much more enjoyable going as a group than going it alone. Listening to a podcast is different, obviously. It's something you do solo while taking the dog for a walk, the kids to school, mowing the lawn, or other mindless activities. But I thought you might find it interesting if we could adapt my theater-going experience to podcast listening, where we process the experience as a group of listeners and learn from others what we may have missed. To that end, in today's podcast, I'll be sharing selected responses from our listeners about past episodes, along with a few of my own thoughts, in the hope of adding to the value may have already gained from prior shows. Hopefully you'll pick up something new you may not have thought about. I'll have links in the show notes to the episodes referenced in case you miss them or want to re-listen to any of them. So let's give this a try. I didn't ask permission to use listeners' names, so I changed everyone's name. Their names aren't real, but their responses are. Let's start with someone I'll call Maggie, a missionary in the UK who wrote, Your podcast is easy to listen to and compelling. This is a great resource for missionaries. So you have been my cooking companion when I listen and just good old downtime to really concentrate. I'm cheering you on from the UK. Well, I'm really pleased that Maggie sees this as a great resource for missionaries, not just for her, but for others, since that is really what motivated me to start this podcast about relationships. I never thought of listening to a podcast while cooking, but I'll have to give that a try. Both cooking and listening to podcasts at the same time. Hmm. I'm not so good at multitasking, but I'll give it a try. And then her comment, uh, I'm cheering you on from the UK. This gives me an idea for another podcast on the cheerleaders in our life. What a great blessing to have someone cheering you on. And what a great privilege to be a cheerleader ourselves for someone. So two things I gained from Maggie's comments. One, listen to podcasts while cooking. And number two, be grateful for those who cheer you on. But if no one is cheering you on, you can be a cheerleader for someone else. Well, thanks for those comments, Maggie. A second response I want to share comes from Earl, who lives in South Carolina. He writes, Your email to remind us of the upcoming podcast, or the one that just... uh, played is great. I will listen this afternoon while painting. I loved your relationship quote from episode 9. That was the one entitled Shadows Connect Us With Each Other. 
It happened to be on the day before our dog Lucy died. Oh, man. It was very comforting. Let me, let me read to you the, the quote. It, it came from uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer. He said, Life only begins when it ends here on earth, that all that is here is only the prologue before the curtain goes up. Isn't that a great quote? Well, from Earl, I learned that doing some semi-mindless task like painting can be a good time to listen to podcasts. Secondly, there's a lot of power in the relationship quote at the end of each weekly podcast. In Earl's case, it was the power of words to comfort. So glad to know Bonhoeffer's words did this for Earl. And thirdly, it stimulates my thinking about the life after this one and how the two relate to each other. It also provokes some thoughts about the relationship that we humans have with our pets. I can see a podcast episode on this topic in the future. Another listener, we'll call him Doug, wrote the following. The podcasts make me think. They teach short practical things that should be part of growing up that somehow I missed. But then I realize I have learned things and continue to learn. You have been bringing out the best in me as I practice these relationship skills. It's encouraging to know this podcast is making Doug think and that he is finding practical things he can do. I sure hope it does the same for you, too. Doug also raises something obvious about relationships that I had not considered before. And that is, some of us are relationally deficient in one area or another because of how we grew up. We never learned the relational skills we needed to learn. You know, this idea helps me to extend a little more grace to people. I hope it does for you as well. And I love it when Doug says the podcast, quote, brings out the best in me. You know, I hope that's true for you, too. You'll hear me say that phrase often around here, that when we bring out the best in each other, we bring out the best in ourselves. It sounds like that's happening for Doug. Well, another response comes from someone we'll call Gus. And Gus wrote about the funeral service we did for Julie in episode 15. This is the one where the woman in her 30s, Julie, had never fully grieved the death of her parents in a tragic car accident that happened when she was just four years old. Well, listen to what Gus wrote. He says, I think about things in my life where I have chosen to not address over many years that have weighed me down and continue to weigh me down, like this particular episode about the funeral. It is far better to grieve that which is lost and then to let God do the healing. Hmm. I, I like how listening to this particular episode brought about introspection on Gus's part. He saw similarities in Julie's story of how she could not fully grieve the loss of her parents. He saw the similarities of that with his own story. I hope we all see some of our story in the story of others in the podcast. How they live their story can teach us how to live ours. Next, we have Linda, a listener and friend from Colorado that Janet and I have known for many years. And she wrote to say that she appreciates how Janet and I point people to Jesus and to others. Here's a quote from Linda. I have a pile of books or articles that have been of influence to me 
that you have mentioned or used, along with a new take on a Bible character or passage. I pray that God will provide your needs so that you can carry on. A somewhat selfish prayer, really, but God knows that too, so I don't think it bothers him one bit. Well, what encourages me about Linda's feedback is the the idea that books and articles uh, that people publish really do have the power to change lives. That's one thing. The other is that though we may read Bible passages and characters ourselves, we can often learn something new about them when we hear what the Holy Spirit is teaching other people. There's always something fresh we can find in God's Word if we look for it and if we ask others. Another listener by the name of Claire writes the following. The episode on grief, which by the way I think was episode 9 or 15, they were both about grief. The episode on grief was tremendously important for me to listen to. Today, for instance, I picked up my friends to go to a birthday party for another friend in our small group. When he rang the bell at our friend's house, someone asked who was downstairs. His answer was, Claire and her folks. I couldn't help but get excited about it. As a single person, I not often get the chance to show up, quote, with my folks. It carried the emotional meeting of family to me. I felt so blessed by this small, spontaneous act of kindness. Maybe I've never grieved the lack of relationship skills in my family, but I certainly rejoice over the meaningful relationships outside of family that God has been providing for me. I do not feel isolated or lonely, but I enjoyed the bunch of people celebrating our mutual friend. Hmm. Well, Claire, I know, uh, is a single missionary in Western Europe, and her story so encouraged me in my faith. It's a story of God doing something so small by giving her friend the phrase, it's Claire and her folks, which so touched her, and how it compensated for the lack of closeness she has with her family of origin. If God will do this for Claire, he'll do this for me from time to time, too. I really love this story. God will do the same for you, too. Next, we have feedback from Marie. She writes to tell me, I listened to the episodes about the millennial and her Gen Z sister. Uh, That would be episodes 17, 18, and 19, as I recall. Marie said, "I, I loved what they said about the church. It was really interesting to hear their perspective on life. I like the idea of interviewing people outside of your tribe as well. And why in the world did they let the bird inside their bathroom? That was so funny. Yeah, that was a funny incident at the end of, uh, I think it was episode 18, letting the bird into the bathroom. You'll have to go back and listen to it. Before I close, here's the main takeaway from today's episode, our show in a sentence. When we ask people to share their thoughts about shared experiences we have with them, we'll often be encouraged and stimulated in our thinking as we learn what they have learned. I'll say it one more time. When we ask people to share their thoughts about shared experiences we have with them, we'll often be encouraged and stimulated in our thinking as we learn what they have learned. Well, how can you respond to today's show? Here's one idea. 
Think of someone that you have a shared experience with and ask them what they thought about it. How did they react emotionally to it? And especially try to see if they have a different perspective on what you experienced together. Doing this is just one way to enrich our relationships. Coming up next week, we're going to consider this question. What do you think is the toughest job in America? Something happened to me this past week with our daughter that prompted my thinking about this question and which I'll be talking about in next week's episode. It has to do with our relationship with our work and with each other. In fact, next week is going to be far less about our relationship with our work, but more about how we relate to each other. But give it some thought. What do you think is the toughest job in America? The topic of our episode next week is really an example of today's show in a sentence, of being stimulated in my thinking because of a comment my daughter made about a shared experience the two of us had with my wife Janet and our grandson Nathan. I hope you tune in next week. I can't wait to share it with you. It's really going to be interesting. Well, at least interesting for me and and hopefully interesting for you too. It's time now to conclude our episode today with our relationship quote of the week. You know, shortly after Palm Sunday, a week ago here in 2019, the fire in Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris started. The cathedral's construction began in 1160, but took 100 years later before it was finished. It survived two world wars, and as of the airing of this episode, has mostly survived the April Holy Week 2019 fire. Its majestic spire is gone, and there is significant damage below, but it will be repaired. Art historian Liz Lev, in commenting on the fire, is quoted by Peggy Noonan in the Wall Street Journal article that appeared uh, this week. It's a great quote about our relationship with beauty. Here it is. When the fire came, for two days it made us let our guard down. It showed us that beauty still affects people, that they know they are custodians of it. We still need to believe in the beautiful. Well, that's about it for today's episode. Remember what you were made for. You were made to experience life-giving, fulfilling relationships. You were made to be a custodian of the beauty found in relationships. We're here together to learn how. See you next week. Bye for now.